0: Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode. It's currently 12 o'clock lunch um, here in Hawaii. The weather has changed quite a bit. The last two days um, has been kind of iffy as far as the weather. I um, mean, the last couple days, it's been really windy, really cold and really cloudy. And um, as of today, two days later, completely different. It's still extremely windy. This is kind of normal for us. Um, that's why i have wind turbines and stuff um, but i have a big update so yesterday um, after i made that podcast i went back out and i was able to collect more cow patties fresh cow patties and put them in so i'm actually down to only having to put four more five gallon buckets and i actually filled up half of one already when i drove out of the driveway this morning um, so i'm getting close to being finished with the cow manure But with that said, as I've been mixing the cow manure into a slurry with water, it's been filling up the bowel digester. And it's actually almost to the point where it's almost completely full. So by the time I finish putting the last four or five gallon buckets in the bowel gas digester, I may only have to top it off with maybe maybe 20 gallons of water, maybe, if that. I might actually put those buckets in and it might actually start coming out the other end already. Sorry guys, I just heard a noise and I'm looking outside to make sure everything's okay. Yeah, okay, so the update here is it's super sunny and super hot. So my batteries obviously got charged pretty early in the morning um, and the solar hot water heating panel that I have set up for the radiant floor heating system for the biogas digester is actually working extremely well today. Because it's it's, all, it's sunny, really sunny and hot outside, just really windy. And it's actually heating up the bowel digester pretty decent. Because um, I was kind of getting, you know, mixed results the last two days, and that's because of the bad weather. Um, but now it looks like we're kind of getting back to our normal um, spiel over here. And, yeah, the solar hot water heating panel is doing actually an awesome job. And it's actually heating up the tank, I mean, heating up the bowel digester. So... Last night was, or last night to this morning, was the ending of the kind of the bad weather as far as really cloudy, and this morning I checked the temperature of the biogas digester and it dropped down to 64 degrees, 64, but as of right now, like I said, it's now 12 o'clock lunch, the biogas digester is almost at 80 degrees already, that's a big difference from 64 to 80, that's really, really big. So I actually have the solar hot water heating um, circulation pump for the radiant floor heating system underneath the bowel digester actually running um, because there's so much sun that it's heating that water in that pipe really good. And so I have an input and an output on the grid that I made underneath the biogas digester and I can feel the pipes, you know, the pipe that's feeding the hot water in is a lot hotter and a lot warmer and the pipe that's, you know, the outlet pipe that's coming back to the panel, is cooler it's not cold but it's cooler so that means the transfer of heat is happening so that's really good um, now another update I was finally able to um, come up with an idea for adding a heater element because I was getting discouraged you know for the last two days because we've had really bad weather and the you know I'm trying to start the system up and it's pretty crucial when you first start the system up you want to keep the temperature warmer as much as possible just to keep every kind of activate everything And so I was getting discouraged. I'm like, oh, no, you know? Uh, But today is a completely different day, guys. But even with that said, I was able to essentially take a um, heater element. It's actually 5,500 watts. But we're not utilizing anywhere near that much wattage. And I'll explain how this is all set up. So on the outlet port, um, I had to modify the plastic in there just a little bit so that way I could slide the heater element in. Now, here's the thing. It's a regular heater element. So I had to get kind of creative. So what I did was I got a um, coupling that I could screw the heater element in to a regular PVC pipe coupling. Um, But there's notches for like if you want to put your wrench on it to tighten it up. I grinded them down to make it smooth. So like it's now the whole thing is like a sleeve. Um, That way I could put the rubber adjustable boot over it and tighten it down to make it waterproof. I went and purchased um, some heavy-duty um, hot water heater cabling um, today. And actually I could have got away with a cheaper, cheaper one than I should have, because 50 feet was $150. <laughs> Believe it or not, $150 bucks for 50 feet of it. But at least I'm, you know, the wiring is oversized, so I'm more than safe. So no fires or nothing like that. So I fed it down the I connected a pipe that's about three foot long. Um, And I slid the wire down into the PVC pipe sticking out the other end. And I went ahead and wired it to the actual heater element. And then I slid that piece of pipe into the, the same boot because there's two clamps on each side. I slid the pipe into the boot, made it nice and tight. And then I went ahead and slid it into the exit port of the biogas digester. So now the heater element is sitting inside the biogas digester bag inside of it. Uh, and then I have that wired to a, um, a, a relay and the relay is a, it does anywhere from 120 volts to 240 volts um, on the load side. But the most important part is the coil is a 120 volt coil. So what I did was I have a smart plug. I just actually just got done wiring it all up and testing. It's actually up and running right now. So what I did was I ran, I have a smart plug. And the smart plug I can turn on and off from my phone or I can actually link it to other things or I can have it read temperatures from other things and turn on and off accordingly to whatever I need it to do. So that smart plug is pretty crucial. Then from the smart plug, I wired in a regular plug that can plug into that smart plug. Now, those wires that's coming off that plug now go to the coil on the relay, okay? And the relay accepts 120, So I connected the 120, that way now when I go ahead and engage that smart plug from my phone or whatever, it'll go ahead and turn on the relay, because the relay is normally closed, okay? So when I engage it, it's opening the relay, I'm sorry, it's normally um, open, sorry, sorry guys, normally open, and when you engage it, it closes the relay, so that way um, the contact is touching each other inside, and then it energizes the the... The 120 volts or 240 volts whatever you have connected on the other side of that relay so the 120 volt from the smart plug is what's triggering that relay to turn on and off and then basically the load goes in one side and comes out the other side okay and so that's how i have that wired up and it's it's working flawless in fact this this exact same scenario how i explain how the smart plug and the relay works is how i have all my hot water heaters wired So, um, you know, that's awesome because I can control my hot water heaters. And so I know it works flawless because I've been using this setup for a while now on, you know, multiple um, hot water heaters. Sorry, guys, I'm walking outside. I'm actually going to go in and just check on things while we're talking here. And um, it's really windy, guys. Wow. Really, really windy. So I'm just checking on everything real quick. Yeah, everything's working awesome. So, um, yeah, that's how I have my hot water heaters hooked up so I know it works really good. So that's the same setup of how I did the, p- the smart plug with the wiring going to a 120-volt um, coil relay that can easily run anywhere between 120 to 240-volt load. So that's very important. Now, the, what I ended up doing was, so I have a, um, uh, a double-pole breaker in my breaker panel. And what I recently did is I divided up the poles. Normally, you just wire directly to the poles, directly to like a water heater, and then you would have 120 volts. Well, here's the thing. I don't want 120 volts going to my hot water heater. I want 120 volts, not 240. I'm sorry, not 220. Normally, it would be 220. But I want my hot water heater to run on half the power. I want it to run on 120 volts. So it's going to be 120 volts Um, times 20 amps going into my hot water heater. So I have that available pole still open on that breaker because I'm only utilizing one pole. So I wired in my um, relay for the biogas digester hot water heater element into that other pole. So now I'm able to run that heater element at a way lower um, wattage because I don't want 5,500 watts going in there. Um, And I'll give you the best example of why. As of right now, my solar system is fully charged, and it's actually dumping the power into my hot water heater. My hot water heater is heating up right now. It's actually almost 130 degrees as we speak. In maybe an hour or two, it's probably going to be 145, maybe 150. And that's utilizing 120 volt. So your heater elements, yes, they're rated for a lot more power, but but you can run lower voltage on it. So you don't have to run 220 volts to it if you want to get the maximum heat out of it the maximum um, amperage going to that heater element then yes run it at 220. but if you don't need to do that like i don't um you can just wire it wire it up for um, 120 volts which will run at half of the capacity or even less actually it's a little bit less than half Um, and that works really good for my hot water heater because I can heat for a very, you know, over a period of time through the day. I don't need it to heat up in, like, in a second. You know, I can allow it to heat up over time, which also takes less abuse on my solar system, my batteries, and all that stuff. Now, I did the exact same thing for the heater element that I put into the biogas digester. That's a 5,500-watt 5, um, heater element. Um, And I'm running, I just did the calculation with my voltmeter. I have an amperage thing I can clamp onto the wire to see how much amperage I'm pulling. And I'm actually pulling 1,500 watts solid on that um, heater element that I put into the biogas digester. So that's great. 1,500 watts there, and I have another 1,500 watts going into my hot water heating tank, and it's working flawless. So as of right now, since my solar system is completely charged up, I have dual systems running at the exact same time because i still have a ton of power my hot water heater is running right now at 1500 watts and the um, biogas digester Mm -hmm. heater element is also running at 1500 watts and it's maintaining perfectly fine and i still have a surplus of energy so this means i can allow them to run for a longer period of time um, to heat up the bodies of wire water either in my hot water heater or in the biogas digester so it's working really good and that's exactly what I wanted. I didn't want to throw too much power to one thing, and then I can't do I can't use the other device, right? Um, because I, I do have to be um, conscious of my um, inverters that I have. I have a double-stack inverter system, uh, which technically can handle and push out 14,000 watts continuous. Um, but I don't want to even come close to that, right? I'm, I'm trying to stay way, way, way below that. That way I can get, you know, really um, decades of use out of my equipment. And so have, having me set this up the way I am right now, it is working great, guys. Working great. So my batteries are charged. I'm because normally, as of right now, the only thing that would be happening would be my hot, so my hot water heating tank would be heating up because that's the only place I could dump the extra power to, you know. But and then I would still have a lot of surplus of energy because once my hot water heating tank is hot, it turns off. And then we have all this power that's just sitting doing nothing. The charge controllers taper down to almost nothing. And so basically, you know, for many, many hours of the day, um, there's no power coming in because I don't need any more power, right? Well, now I'm able to utilize some more of that extra power that I produce to now heat another heating element that's inside of the biogas digester. So that's awesome. So that's working great, guys. Working great. Um, Yeah, I'm just watching it, maintaining it. Um, just kind of just keeping an eye on things because it's a brand new setup. I just got done doing it, guys, but it's working great. Um, I don't have any problems with the setup because, like I said, I have the same setup on, like, three hot water heaters um, as far as how I made it smart and using the relay and, you know, all of that stuff. And um, what I did was I used the, the PVC pipe that I slid the um, wire into, is acting as the casing, so no water can touch the wire, and no water can touch the terminals on the hot water heater element that's that's inside that pipe. So it's a um, you know it's a dry environment. So I don't have to worry about shock or I don't have to worry about fire or anything. Um, worst case scenario is if it was to ever fail, um, just like your hot water heating element in a regular tank. If it was to fail, it would trip the breaker, and that's it, done. So, yeah, today's a good, good day. Uh, In fact, I'm going to look at the current temperature of the biogas digester, and let's see where we're at. So I just looked on the app on my phone, and it's saying that we're about 80 degrees right now, so it's still heating up. So as of right now, we have the radiant floor heating system running, heating also have the heater element in there running from all the extra solar power i have win-win you know so um, I did do need to make things look pretty out there i had to just kind of hook some things up just to do testing Um, you know that's the one thing you don't want to make anything permanent until you test to make sure everything's gonna work the way it should and then from there you can tidy up make things look pretty or whatever you know so i'm just gonna let the system run um until the end of the day till the sun goes down uh and then the um um, both hot water heater elements that's in the my regular hot water heating tank and the one in the biogas digester were shut off. Um, and that way, boom, I already have hot water for the in my hot water heating tank. Um, in fact, right before I walked back upstairs, I glanced at the temperature gauge that I have. A digit, I have a digital temperature gauge on my hot water heater. And just in that little bit of me talking to you guys, it went up to 126 degrees already. Um, so like maybe an hour and a half, maybe two hours max and my hot water heating tank will be at 145 to 150 degrees and i'm still dumping extra power into that other heating element in the biogas digester so yeah win-win for sure um now the the key is is that you want to make sure that heating element that's inside the biogas digester bag doesn't touch the bag because you don't want it to melt the bag and then you're going to have a hole you don't want to do that so what i did was um, before I even connected electricity, I slid the pipe in until I could feel the, the heater element touch the bottom of the biogas digester. And then I pulled it back probably about six inches, minimum six inches off the bottom of it. So that way I know for sure that the heater element that's in the biogas digester is floating in the middle of the water and everything else that's in there. So I know for a fact that it's not touching any, any part of the biogas digester bag. Because I don't want it to poke a hole, but not only that, I don't want it to melt a hole. Um, so, yeah. I may have to do a little bit more fine-tuning as far as my bracket. Um, right now, I have like three or four zip ties holding the pipe from sliding down into it. Um, temporary for now, because like I said, I am doing testing. Um, but right now, we're just going to let it run. I want to get this thing as hot as possible today. Um, that way, all the cow manure I put in the last couple of days... Um, has a way better chance of activating and um, multiplying the colonies and then start producing gas. Um, Another thing that I did yesterday was I had to fill up sandbags. So when I bought the system, it came with these Ziploc bags that you have to fill up to a certain level, which is marked on each individual bag. And I ended up filling up, let's see, 200 and, let's see, 200 and, it was over 250 pounds of sand. I, I I can't... Let's see. 250 pounds plus... Let's see. I had a little bit of... Less than a quarter of a bag that I had to take from another bag. So probably looking at half a bag there. So 250 275 pounds of sand I had to put into the... Um, um, put into the... Uh, sand these bags, these Ziploc bags, and then they have pockets on the top of the bow gas digester that you slide them into. Uh, so that took a little while. Yesterday, I basically cut a um, plastic um, jug and um, used that as a scooper to scoop the sand and fill up individual bags. And then I had to go out there and stuff them into all their pockets. And that sand bags that, that I'm that i talking about is what's going to create the down pressure on the bow gas Storage bag that's built onto the top of this biogas digester, so that way it creates the down pressure. So that way we can cook, we can do things with the gas. Um, so that eliminates the need for a biogas pump. Um, but you know, each is own for sure. I do have one as a backup if I need it. Um, but I believe the sand's gonna work just fine because that's 200, but 50 to 275 pounds of sand in all of that. So yeah, um, looking pretty good, guys. My back is sore from bending over from all the sand yesterday. Walking all over carrying five-gallon buckets with cow manure. But, yeah, we are in the final stages here, guys. Now, as far as me adding another solar hot water heating panel to the radiant floor heating system, I haven't made a decision if I want to add that second one or not. I kind of do because it's just sitting under my house doing nothing, and I could easily utilize that extra heat, you know, so I may end up putting it on, but as of right now, um, I've been putting a lot of work into this, so I want to kind of take a take a breather um, and just kind of relax for a little bit. Like I said, today I do need to fill up four more five-gallon buckets of cow manure, and I'll be complete. And then basically I just wait. So that's why I'm trying my best to keep the bio- that biogas digester as as warm or as hot as possible. That way I can kick off this, this process a lot faster. So that's where I'm at now. So... Anyway, guys, I just want to kind of update everyone. Everything is looking up, It's all looking up. Um, yeah. And now I'll give you guys another example, though. If, um, if I add that other solar hot water heating panel to the radiant floor heating system for the biogas digester, and it does really, really well, like, you know, way better than what it's doing already, then I may actually just remove the heating element that I hooked up with the smart plug and all that. Um, because that radiant floor system that I put in there is actually doing really, really well. So if I do end up adding that other one and I do some testing to see how well it's doing, um, sorry guys, a phone call coming in. Um, then, you know, I can get rid of one thing, but we'll see. We'll play it by ear and go from there. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. See you guys on the next one.